Welcome to the Small Bites tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about one of my favorite emotions tonight, and that's going to be fear. Now, several years ago, I had a chance to work at a haunted house in Augusta, Georgia called Plantation Blood. Now, as a people watcher, this is a great opportunity. This is like going from T-ball to the major leagues of people watching because, I mean, you, you learn so much just watching people at these things. Uh, fear is a very primal emotion. Uh, it's one that you can't control what you do when you're afraid. You may say that you can, but you just can't do it. Uh, my job, I didn't work inside the house a lot. I worked outside mostly, working the crowd, get them, getting them good and scared and cranked up before they went inside. And I guess you could say I was a horror fluffer, you know. But the what, what I would wear, I would wear a pair of ratty blue jeans and my shirt was the top of a gorilla costume and the makeup was made from scratch. It took about two hours to put on. That's my commitment to fear. But it was, it was beautiful. It was amazing makeup. The girl that did it did such a great job. I mean, everything was from scratch. Nothing was commercial. And I would go out into the crowd and I would just walk up behind people and sometimes I would go, Rah! That would scare them. Sometimes I'll just stand there until they would feel me standing there and just turn around and just have a fit. Now I noticed there's several different reactions to fear. Uh, a lot of guys will tell you, when I get scared, I just punch. Yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, maybe one out of 200 do, but not a lot. Most guys do one of two things. You scare them, boom, they're gone. Uh, you hear the scream about five seconds after they move. They move so fast. And they move so fast, they look like they have a tail, like a comet. But you never see them again. The girl might as well call it Uber ride home because her girlfriend has left her. Uh, you have some guys who go on ahead and they'll scream and they'll run about 10 feet and realize, oh shit, I've left her. And they'll turn around and say, oh, you didn't scare me. And they'll go back to the girl trying to act all cool, but they know they're just screwed for the night. Now, women, on the other hand, have several different reactions. You know, one reaction, they'll jump and scream a little bit, and that's about it. Another type will just lock down. I mean, just full body lock. Uh, they they kind of look like Rain Man. Just, everything just stops. Uh, you have another type of woman who will scream, jump around, make a big scene for about 10 seconds, then grab your arm and take you to her girlfriend to scare the shit out of her. And then you have the final type. This woman, when you scare her, she may or may not make a sound, but what she's, the sound she's making isn't important. What she's doing is very important. What she's probably doing is taking off earrings, watches, rings, uh, putting her pocketbook with her friend, putting her hair up, taking her coat off. She's doing all this in about a quarter of a second. She is streamlining. She is getting ready to whip your ass. And she may run. She'll run toward the parking lot every time if she runs. Do not follow. Because she's not going to the parking lot to get away from you. She's going to the parking lot to beat the hell out of you is what she's going to do. Uh, ducked a lot of fists in my day before I learned that. I'm pretty sure they would have knocked my nose off. 
So never follow anybody when they're running out of fear because that fight or flight turns into straight up fight after a minute. Uh, we had another room in the haunted house. It was called the clown room. Now it was actually two rooms. The second room was what you think it is. A bunch of people made up to look like clowns who were jackasses that would just scare you and not let go. I mean, they, they were just, they took it too far sometimes. But the other room was dark, had a black light, had neon stuff painted all over the walls, those dots and stuff. And they had barrels. And we had a guy there who was about three and a half feet tall. They would make this little guy up to look like a clown and set him on top of one of the barrels, look like a doll. I knew the little bastard was there and he scared me every time. Now, at least twice a night, he would get full on man punched when he would move. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure you a scared some bitch when you will punch a dwarf in the face. So these are some of my experiences with fear. Now, another thing I'd like to talk about tonight has to do with fear also, but also belief. Uh, Bigfoot. I love Bigfoot. I saw a show in 1976, yes, I am old as dirt, called Bigfoot the Mysterious Monsters. And it was a documentary thing. It was on TV. It had Peter Graves on it. He had that 1970s um, hair and that serious voice. And it showed little video reenactments of people seeing Bigfoot and told about him and all. And that just excited me to think, okay, there's something out there we haven't discovered yet. And I know some people don't believe that's cool. You know, but there are things in this world we just haven't found yet. There are places here that we have, man has never set foot on. So we just don't know. Uh, what tickles me so much though, is some of the people who believe just live it. Oh man, they, they live Bigfoot. And some of the beliefs are just insane. You know, there's some people that say UFO sightings increase right before Bigfoot sightings. Apparently, UFOs drop off big feet. Okay. I can dig that. I would not want to be probed. No, which I don't want to be probed anyway, but especially not by Bigfoot. Uh, you have people who think that they're interdimensional beings who travel through wormholes, who can cloak themselves with invisibility and telepathically communicate with us. Um, they call them the forest people. And that, that, that one tickles me a lot. It's, it's a big ape if it's out there. And I, I still say if because I've not seen one. And guess what? I don't want to see one. Now, if it were in a zoo, cool. I'd probably pay to go see that. You know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of zoos, but it is what it is. I would pay to go see a Bigfoot in a zoo. Out in the woods, no, I'm, I'm good. You know, you have people that go Bigfoot hunting. And I think that would be a lot of fun to do a podcast while doing an active Bigfoot hunt. Uh, you know, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. But, I, you know, as Rodney Carrington said about snakes, I'm not going to go hunting one. I don't even like seeing them on accident. So I don't want to see one, but I believe it's out there. 
I believe in UFOs. I, I don't think that we're the only thing alive in all of these multiple universes that we've seen and you know just endless infinity we can't be it I mean there, there's no way you know I know people who still have a VCR that still blinks 12 o'clock you know we, we've not mastered the VCR clock yet uh, we're not the smartest things in, in the galaxies you know, do I believe in little green men that come here and kidnap people and, once again, probe their butt, send them on back down here? No, I don't. You know, do I believe that we are visited? Yeah, but I don't think that it's like exploration missions or anything like that. I think long, long ago there may have been one. Now we're just school field trips for little alien kids. Yeah, I can hear the teacher. Now, if y'all look out your window, you'll see the humans. Yeah, see that blinking thing? Yeah, they're supposed to set that clock. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that they're not not throwing us candy. You know, or little little dog treats or something. Just, just to try and feed us to watch us eat. But you know, th there's got to be something out there. But if I were them, I would not come speak to us either. I would not share this technology. I mean, they can look at what we've done. Look at the internet. You know, people went to school for years, gave up a lot of things that they probably wanted to do. Just so they could work so hard and develop this amazing system where I'm, I'm sitting here with a laptop right now not hooked to anything, no power source, just a battery. And I'm getting things from across the world. You know, I have the, all the information that I want at my fingertips. And I watch cat videos. Yeah, really? So you got that. I, I wouldn't trust us with advanced technology either. But the great thing about technology is it's letting me do this podcast for y'all. And I love doing them. So y'all, please hit subscribe. Please go down to Joe's Underground. It's in the basement of the Lamar Building in Augusta, Georgia, at 8th and Broad. You'll love it. Great little club. Uh, don't even want to call it a club. I call it a bar. They've got good live, live entertainment there. They have karaoke. They have, excuse me, open mic nights. They have live bands. There's no telling what you're going to see when you go to Joe's. It, it's kind of a, a just, it, it almost feels like home. You know, it's going to hang out with your friends. Even if you don't know anybody there, by the time you leave, they're all your friends. Great food, great bartenders, great service. I goes to Joe's. Peace out, y'all. This has been the Small Bites. Hope you enjoyed it.